What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Miami Sports Vibes podcast here with my guy, Jacoby Robles, as always, every single Tuesday. Coming off uh, a little bit of a different vibe this time. It's a Dolphins loss. You know, we fall short of Philadelphia Sunday, primetime TV, falling a 5-2 and two now. The vibes are a little bit, you know, up and down on social media. Dolphin fans overreacting a lot. Dolphin fans pissed off. A lot of Dolphin fans optimistic. We had a couple days here to let this marinate a little bit. Jacoby, how are you feeling after the loss to the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, you you guys heard me last week. You know, I thought it was going to be a route. I didn't have much expectations going to this game. But, man, the NFL has a serious fucking problem, dude. The, that was, you know, I, I don't like to go in and just make so many excuses about a loss. But, you know, not calling a single penalty on Philadelphia where you can go through a three-minute video of all these calls that would have altered the game drastically, it is fucking unacceptable. So, I mean, I, I, it's definitely a pissed-off feeling, you know, because uh, they should have had a chance. That game should have went down to the wire. And it's just, you know, the league has a clear agenda, and it's really freaking ag- agitating. So, um, I have some opinions on how the team played. Um you know, they suffered some more injuries, of course, which is, you know, just a, the nail in the coffin after that game. So, I mean, uh, but to say I'm pissed off is an understatement, if I'm honest with you. Well, listen, I like that you're keeping it straight up, man. I want you to to say how you feel because, you know, the, the refs, you mentioned the refs. I think they did get in the way of that. You know, I'm not a guy that likes to make excuses. Uh, I'm 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 a type of fan that just like yo next man up you know when we're when we have injuries next man up when it's just referees you know there's always opportunity there but when you have a, a, a disparity of ten penalties to zero in an entire NFL game I mean that's just unheard of like that's just that's too much for me to just kind of swallow that and say you know what it's okay like refs miss calls here and there come on man you cannot tell me in a physical sport like the NFL that a team does not commit one penalty. That's just ridiculous. And then after afterwards, you know, we're watching the game live. We're reacting to these calls like, yo, that's kind of crazy. But then when you look at social media after and you see the, the screenshots that people posted, the videos that people posted, you see the thing come out about the referee. And it, it's just cra- it's crazy. Like, you cannot be here as an NFL fan and not even say, like, okay, yeah, you know what, the refs kind of – kind of did a little bit too much there man i mean 10 flags to zero i mean it, it's it's crazy man but continue elaborating on how you're feeling my man no it's just it, it was insane like it was just insane especially you know the pi to mostert a lot of people saying oh it was a bad throw okay maybe it wasn't the best throw but Mostert, we've seen him all year long making crazy catches he couldn't even have a chance to go to the ball he's being held down completely David Long was getting uh, pushed around, held by the neck. I mean, so many false starts that weren't called. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And the Dolphins are getting called for all these tic-tac fouls, too. So, I mean, it's uh, it, it's definitely frustrating. But I do want to, you know, jump off the officiating for a second and say, yeah, right there. That one. That was ridiculous. And I think that was on third down, wasn't it? I believe uh, so. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So that would have forced a fourth down. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, AJ Brown had two huge plays where we were just in blown coverage. Um, you know, the officiating had nothing to do with those as well, but 
you know, with Xavier Howard not uh, being ruled out at game time, which was came to a complete shock to us after he practiced all week and said he planned to play. Uh, that was irritating um, because I feel like this this coaching staff is just being a bunch of pussies with injuries. But that's just me. You know, if these guys say they can play and they practice, let them freaking play. You got to win games like this. Yeah, so you've been saying that all year, too. That that was really, really just agitating because I'm like, I don't know how you can just let Cater Kohu and Eli Apple go out there as your number one and twos against Devontae Smith and and uh, A.J. Brown. So that was really, really angering. Um, but, you know. The defense played, you know, they played all right. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, it wasn't a route like I said it was going to be, but um, I think they stuck in there. I think they got to Jalen Hurts, but, you know, just the big plays were made against the crippled secondary. And, you know, I, I was okay with how the defense played uh, with all the injuries they're having, but could have been a lot better. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I thought overall, you know, my, my take on the game besides the penalties, I mean, I, every time I just keep thinking about this game, I just I think penalties that I can just keep thinking penalties. But, you you know, you're spot on. I agree with how you what you said about the coaches. Like if a player wants to play and he's ready to go and he's a star player like Xavier Howard in a game like this where, you know, no Xavier Howard. I, like I thought A.J. Brown was going to kill it regardless. Without Xavier Howard, I just knew that was going to be a problem. And, and, you know, you saw a couple. You know, A.J. Brown took a little bit to start getting going. But once he got going, you know, early on, you saw a lot of that Dallas Goddard. That didn't surprise me. And then A.J. Brown started cooking. And then I start to wonder to myself, it's like, you mean to tell me, man, that Cam Smith it can't give you any reps in, in these games? Like, you mean to tell me that Eli Apple is showing you more than Cam Smith? And then you have Jalen Ramsey talking high about Cam Smith in practice. I just find that I just find that ridiculous. I think these are games that, you know, Cam Smith can, you know, make a name for himself or kind of, you know, get those reps in so that the game comes easier once you have Jalen Ramsey come into the fold and then you have X and him backing you up. But I, it's just it's just shocking to me. Uh, but my overall thoughts on the game, man, I, I thought the Dolphins played a competitive game. You look at the score, you know, they lost by 14. You can say that, but the Dolphins were in this game. The Dolphins were in this game throughout. I thought they played tough. You know, I, you know, the, the interception was a little bit, eh, you know, you can argue penalty there, but I thought the ball was also underthrown. It's kind of weird, but I like how they played, man. Like they battled, they, they, they faced adversity. They overcame it. You know, the fourth and ones, those fourth and ones, man, those things are so fucking stressful, man. It's like you watch, you know, you watch Red Zone here and there on Sundays. You watch a little bit of the Eagles here and there. And you you see the fourth and ones. You see the tush push that they do. And you're like, wow, that's just crazy that they do that. But when you're watching, when you're a team going against it, my goodness, how mind boggling was it? Like you have the balls to like in your own 20 to just go for it on fourth and one. It, it is insane, man. Those fourth and one plays, how do you feel about the tush push and, and how much did that frustrate you on Sunday? I mean, it's frustrating for sure. I mean, there's just no stopping it. It's inevitable. It's it's pretty much a it's a cheat code. But, you know, I'm not going to be the type of guy that says go out there and ban that play because we've seen it all throughout the season. You know, other teams have tried it and they literally fail at it. So, I mean, I, I'm like, OK, credit to the Eagles. They're the only team that can really execute this play really well so i'm not going to go out there and, and cry about it and say they need to ban this play yeah until 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 if the entire league was doing it then yeah get like get rid of it 
but the Eagles are the only team that can do it. And to me, that sounds like a, that just sounds like a skill issue to me for other teams. So I'm not going to go, I'm not going to sit here and cry about it. Um, but you know, it's just, it, it, it was frustrating. You know, it is frustrating because there's nothing you, you just, you know, they have four downs at all times. Yep. So it's just, it's, it's agonizing, but you know, what can you do? you got to, you got to make the plays before they get into short yardage. Yeah, I'm not at the point where I think it, it should be banned, you know, because I, I've seen other teams even try it and fail at it. Like Philly has just found a way to master this play. I don't think we should take it away from them. But it, it, it's frustrating, man, when, you, when you're the team going against them and it's like, wow, like these guys literally, they, they just get it done. You, It's like it's unstoppable. It, it is unstoppable. And it's it's just mind boggling to me. Um, but like I was saying, man, I mean, I, I had some I'm sure a lot of people see has seen this before, but let's just share some of the clips, you know, like you're going to tell me that's not a flag. All right. Uh, I showed the one earlier on David Long right there. Like he's literally being choked like it's how was that not a flag? And then right here, th this is this is not a flag either. I mean, credits to Phillips. <laughs> that play so resulted in a sack, like which is, which is insane, which yeah. is insane. And you have a couple different angles. You have this one. You have a right here that's clearly a hold right there. The face um, mask one was absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Like I'm yeah. so glad Karma <laughs> just struck them immediately after that play with a pick six. But yeah, like that is just unacceptable. The ref mm -hmm. is right there. Yeah. Like there has to be some sort of accountability. Like honestly, like. I'm talking about all over the league. The Colts game, there was some fishy ass officiating oh, going into that game. Yeah, there was. So like, there just has to be something. So, like, like, like I've seen ideas like refs have to have mandatory press conferences after the games, or they need to be fined. Something needs to happen because this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, absolutely ridiculous. Like, if if the Dolphins, if 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 we were the Bills, they're getting those calls. If we were the Patriots, they're getting those calls. If you're Patrick Mahomes, you're getting those calls. Yeah, I was going to say like, the Chiefs that's, as well. That's just the the harsh reality of it. Yeah, I think I think it's just crazy, you know. And like I said earlier in the show, you can argue, okay, a couple miss miss calls happen, but you can't tell me in a physical sport, man, a team just they just commits zero penalties. I mean, come on, like, if, and there you're hearing nothing. You're hearing nothing out of it, it which is insane to me, but it, it just is what it is. One thing that makes me feel good, although, is seeing this. Um, you know, that, that, that's thankfully Mike Kosicki came through, beat the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. It makes, it makes things a lot better, man. So now that the Dolphins are five and two, you know, we're still first place and Buffalo did lose, you know, how, how are you feeling about this, this team now? Like, how do you feel overall? Do you, is there any extra added pressure or are you just saying, all right, put this behind us onto new England? How you feeling? I think you got a lot of pressure coming at you now, given that they're getting the in-season hard knocks. Uh, you know that's, that's right. You know that's just going to put even more eyes on you. But you know, I feel like this team is um, is 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 spot on when they talk about that they really block out the outside noise. Uh, I think they do. I think they do a good job of just not listening to the outside noise. But you know, look at the injury report. Look who we've been missing, and look at our record. If you're not happy with that you're insane. Like you are crazy. Um, you know, I had this team going five and two with everybody. Like, so going five and two with missing five of your star players, that is insane. So I, I'm more than pleased where we're at right now. I'm a little frustrated that we should have a two game lead. Uh, thanks to that stupid giants and bills game, but 
we should have a big we should have a bigger lead, but you know, it is what it is. But you know, I, I think it's safe to say that October 31st is going to be a do or die situation for Chris Greer. You like I don't care if you're getting players back, you still need to get somebody. You really do. This line is not going to hold up all year long, even when they get everybody back. Isaiah went out for four weeks. Yeah, that sucks. Teron, Teron Armstead will probably come back for a week or two and get hurt again. I won't I won't put it past him. You have to go get somebody. If Chris Greer does not make any moves after this, after the deadline, or just one move that's not really like starstruck, uh, we're gonna be in trouble. Like we're gonna be in big trouble. And that's just the reality of it. So that that's where I'm that's where I'm thinking. That's where I feel where we're at right now. You know, getting one or maybe even two wins going into the bye week will be awesome. And then we get everybody back after that week. That's going to be key. That, that's going to be key. But I have not been pleased with how this coaching staff has really handled the injuries in a way. Like to me, Xavier should have been out there. Yeah. What what the hell is going on with Connor Williams? He, like he's practicing every week and he can't make it to the game. Mm-hmm. Like it's just agonizing. Like people are like, oh, well, we need them down the stretch. Well, you know what? Games at this time of the year. That we lost last year is the reason why we barely made it into the postseason. We lost three games in the September October phase. No, the October to uh, early November phase last season. And be, if we won, if we won one of those, we clinch at least two to three weeks later or yeah. earlier. No, it's true. So, it's true. I mean, I, I I'm not I'm the kind of person that I'm like every game matters. I don't care how early it is. Like every game matters, especially in not- the AFC. No, it's true. It's true. I think every game does matter. And especially in the NFL season, you, you know, the, the season's already 17 games as it is. You know, damn right. We've, we've been Dolphin fans. How many times has it come down to December where your your teams are missing it by one game or or right then and there? And especially when you when you know you can take a two game division lead. I mean, that that's big time, man. Like you can argue like you got your division on lock as long as you handle what you need to handle and win the games you're supposed to from there on out. Like there are certain times where I'm just I question why are these players being held out? You see Connor Williams even warm up before and now he can't play. It's like, what what is going on? Um, it's extremely frustrating. And, you know, I'm not I don't like to just, you know, talk about injuries like that but it's 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 alarming sometimes uh you know i am proud of the way they played especially the offensive the with the offensive line just banged up like you mentioned earlier you know armstead being out when going down for four for four weeks now on ir minimum uh connor williams being out and this this team still is able to battle in there but at some point in time like things gonna crack down and things can get ugly real fast i do expect chris greer to make a move i think he has to make a move like this team show, has shown that they have the potential to go all the way. They just need the talent. They need the depth because the depth is alarming, man. We cannot count on these guys. Like you mentioned, Armstead can come back and then be down the next week. We cannot afford to just count on these guys. We need replacements. We need to have depth in our facility, in our team, in our roster. I think that's, that is very important with the way our, our, our guys go down. And it's just unfortunate that's the situation. Um, but it is what it is. Like you got to make the move, and I think he will. When is the uh, trade deadline exactly, Jacob? Um, I think it's October thirty first. Um, I can confirm right now. Um, would you, but would you, would you add? Uh, let's say, let's say if you had the choice, right? Um, just not yeah, not anybody name in particular. Okay, if you had the choice, are you going? Are you going uh, in addition to the offense, like offensive line, or would you add something to the defense to beef it up? If you had to choose one. 
Uh, I'm going defense uh, because I in there is free agent linemen out there that people still haven't picked up. Collins, for example, uh, you know, I, there was a couple more I had a list, but it's not ready. But there are there are off, uh, offensive line free agents out there that they could go get, but uh, nobody has picked them up yet. Uh, I would go after those guys and then beef up this defense. Get a pass rusher. Get lineback de- uh, depth and uh, resurgence. Cornerback, I think it's going to work itself out. We're getting yeah. Needham back. We're going to get Ramsey back. So I'm cool with that. But you need to get game changing players. You know, there. Uh, you really do. Like, I don't think it's. I don't think it's up for discussion. You, you know, you have to get somebody who's going to make these huge plays on the defensive end. Chubb's not doing it. Phillips ain't doing it. Wilkins sure ain't doing it. And he wants to get paid. Like you need to get somebody who's going to just take over on defense. There, there is some options out there. There's been some words going around. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it yet, but because that can easily change. But you know, if you have to move on from Wilkins, I because I don't, I don't, I'm not paying him yet. Mm -hmm. Like if you can, if you can move on from Wilkins and get us and get a huge changing defensive player. I, I think I might do it right now. I, I think I, I think I will, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm with you, man. I mean, he committed a couple penalties on his own that were just like, what are you doing? Like, exactly. what, where, where is your head at? And you want this money and like make an impact on the game, man. Like, let, let us like, show us why you want to get paid. And that's what he said he was going to do. And it's, you know, it's been inconsistent. I'm sure the hell he's trying. I'm sure he's trying his ass off, but Hey, we we don't we don't pay for trying. We pay for results, and we're not. This getting is why results. you don't. This is why you don't sit out yeah. as well. Like the two guys that sit out, Connor Williams and Christian Wilkins, have been the guys either beat up or not performing. Yeah, like it's ironic, isn't it? It's true, and it's not a doubt. It's not a doubt to the talent. I mean, we both know both of those players are talented as hell when they're at their best. But look at what it does to you. You know, it, absolutely. It's, it's just it's just insane, man. Um, what do you, what do you, uh, I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on like the Dolphins being on hard knocks in, in season? Uh, you know, it's funny because like throughout this, like th- throughout the Jets hard knocks and like throughout the season, I was, I always talk with my brother. I'm like, man, I wish we had a hard knocks. Like this would be cool. Like I haven't yeah. had something like that for one of my teams, like, like something to watch. And then when they announced it yesterday, I was like, I don't want it now. Like, like I don't want it in the season. Like, like I feel like that's just going to be a distraction. I'm sure I'm going to watch it. I'm excited for it. I feel like it's going to be it's got some cool moments, but I just really hope it doesn't become a distraction. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I saw tweets. It was they're like they're like if HBO ain't filming practices, somebody else would. Like I'm sure these players are already used to the cameras being on 24/7 like excuse me. I'm sure they can block it out. So I'm excited. I just don't I just don't want to get a curse, you know. Yeah, no, I hear a lot of people talking about, hey, you know, that that that's a curse. That's a jinx. Uh, one of my boys is texting me about that. And I'm like, no, I'm freaking excited, man. Honestly, I really am excited because I've always wanted something like this. And I think when it's in season and the expectations that we have and we're already off to a nice start, I, I think this is like we're going to get a, like some nice inside coverage of this team. I don't think I don't I don't think it'll be a distraction, man. I think this team will will, will embrace it. And I think I think Mike's gonna make sure they keep keeps it all in, bro. So but let's see. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but <laughs> but let's I think we should be uh we should be excited about it, man. To be honest. No, yeah, for sure. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a fun time. 
uh, like I said, I just, you know, you never know. I just don't want any kind of curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw it happen with the Jets week one, Aaron Rodgers. All yeah, he did exactly. was run that flag out, man. That is all he did. <laughs> but let, let's just keep our fingers crossed because um, yeah. that would suck. Uh, but let's um, let's put this Eagles game behind us, man. At the end of the day, um, positives, Dolphin fans, you want to know something positive? Listen, the positives that I'm able to take away from that game was that we battled despite having Teron Armstead out. Isaiah Wynn go out, Connor Willens not playing. You're down three starting offensive linemen from the rip. You had 10 penalties against you. You had zero in Philadelphia, and you still made it a competitive game, and you were down. It was a one-score game late in the fourth quarter. You know, Philly ended up with a late touchdown to go up too, but you were in that game with opportunities to win. Um, Jalen Waddle was also banged up in and out, you know, nursing the back injury that he had. Uh, you, you know, Tyreek Hill. That, that touchdown in the beginning that was called back on a holding, that sucked. Um, the drop touchdown from Tyreek Hill that he would have had, that sucked. Uh, you know, a pick six happened. You, you saw a pick six. You saw Bradley, Ch- Bradley Chubb get a sack. You saw Phillips get a – there were some positives in there, man. And at the end of the day, because Buffalo lost, this makes this loss a little bit more okay. You still have the same lead that you had coming into this coming into the week. It's time to bounce back. You got a game at home against the New England Patriots. So I think things are going to be okay. But let's talk about the New England Patriots. So you got the Pats at home coming off the win against Buffalo. Um, how are you feeling about this matchup at Hard Rock Stadium? And you know what? Let's let's throw the word out. Is this a must win in this point? I think absolutely. And I think this game has trap game written all over it. Mm-hmm. A little worried about it. I mean, I feel like I can see the league just trying to create this narrative. Oh, New England beat the beat the bills and then my uh, belichick got this seek like this hidden contract extension that <laughs> was talked it. about uh he's gonna rec- he's gonna rebound from two and five i don't know it's just a little concerning timing for this game in my opinion but i mean you're at home you're 17 and two in your past like i think almost 20 games at hard rock stadium you know you got you got to go out there and just defend the home field and you know you should you should dominate this team you know a lot of guys that gave this team trouble uh in week two is they're on ir they're not they're not going to be playing i don't think new england is going to be able to throw that three safety look this week mm-hmm. uh with the injuries they have so i mean you just got to go out there and dominate you can't let this team hang around and you know i i, I think i saw from somebody uh one of the dolphins reporters he said one of the players said after the game he's like he's like our next opponent's gonna feel it like because they were that pissed off so i mean you got to go out there and show it so get a nice fun dominating win going into kansas city and that that'll be good but yeah to say this is a must game must win yeah you gotta win this game yeah you absolutely do yeah no i'm with you on that i like that you said that 100 percent because you know you're coming off the loss you're five and two you you got kc then the following week which is next week in germany that can literally slide you to a nice uh i mean not nice a horrible three-game losing streak and i mean how that would be terrible going into the bye at what a three game losing streak. That would just absolutely suck. So I'm not a guy who likes to say must wins early on, especially when your team is five and two. But I think this is exactly it's an absolute must win. You mentioned potential trap game. I, I feel the same way. This line is big. They're saying Dolphins are favored by nine and a half points. You know, you you know, there's no Christian Gonzalez on the Patriots, and I think that impacts their defense a ton. There's no Judon as well. That that team is not the same without. You got J.C. Jackson back. That 
That's true. Even yeah, though Ty, man. even though Tyreek did cook him week one, but yeah, it, I guess it's different now. You're he's under Belichick and he's that's, under a great defense. Yeah, that's exactly, where and, it, and, that's where it changes. Exactly. So I, I don't think you could sleep on that, but I think the Dolphins have to literally just take care of business, treat this like a must-win game, and, and get out of there with the win. Uh, if it could be a big win, that would be uh, interesting. Is Hunter Henry is is he playing? Do you know that he that he have an injury or no? Um, not that I know of. So yeah, I don't think I don't think so either. I, I just wanted to to just throw out there that Hunter Henry is a guy who has killed us in the past. So I'm a little bit worried about him. Um, and Ramondre Stevenson's a guy that I would be worried about, but honestly, it's like he doesn't even seem to get going at all in any of these games. So no, he that hasn't. makes that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, Juju is questionable. I know that. You know, oh. just the less weapons they have, the better. But I mean, hey, still go out there and just. Do your thing, you know. You yeah, if if Howard doesn't play, I'm gonna be. I'm still gonna be a little concerned. So right, you know, Howard's got to play this game too. I mean, right, right, right. Yeah. I'm yeah. I I totally forgot about that. Um. Mm-hmm. So what would be what would be your keys to victory this this Sunday against the New England Patriots? No, yeah, I think you just you gotta you gotta pressure Mac Jones. You gotta keep him uh, in the pocket. You know, uh, in the past when he gets outside of the pocket, he makes plays happen against the Dolphins. Fortunately, we made a couple. We made up for a couple of them by forcing turnovers. But uh, you know, I think Mac Jones has found some confidence, and you can tell he doesn't like playing against this team. You know, you got to make him crack. You got to you got to just make it as miserable as it has been in the in the last few weeks for for that for that Patriots team. So that's my first one. You got you got to you got to freaking uh, pre- pressure Mac Jones. Uh, my yeah. second one, man, is just you uh, get that run game going back. I mean, yeah. I, I I did forget to mention this. I was happy that McDaniel didn't abandon the run when it wasn't working. He still tried to get it working. And in the second half, it picked up a little bit and he kept going back to it. And there were some key plays with the run. So continue to get that run game going, because if New England does have a good plan to take away your weapons on the uh, receiving end, that run game is what rebounded uh, Miami in week two. So Run that ball, tire them out, and then my third one is just offensive lines. They got to hold their ground. I know they're already injured. Who knows who we get back this week? Protect Tua, and you'll have a good. You'll have a nice win. You'll have a really nice win. No, I agree. I think I think we are. You know, we are set to have a nice win. Are you concerned about the Tyreek? I know we mentioned Christian Gonzalez out. You know, they played the three safety look and they held Tyreek. I believe to. I believe it was like forty yards in that in that first yards. game week two. Do you think that we're we're in line of seeing that we we hear all about Belichick likes to take out their best players? So do you think you think we're in line for that, or is Tyree gonna like over over um, shoot that forty yards that he had on week two? What do you think about that? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like they're kind of already a little crippled as they as they are on the defensive end right now. I I don't think they'll be able to show that much this week, um, but we'll see. Uh, if they do, hopefully Miami has a rebound. Hopefully they go in expecting it and they know how to fight against it uh, better. But um, I'm not too worried. Uh, I mean, we still almost blew them out with Tyree going, putting up 40 yards. That's because the run game was just playing out of its mind. That was yep. still without Achan. So mm-hmm. go in there and do the same thing. Hopefully Wilson gets some touches. You should win this game. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I like your keys to victory. I think they're along the same line as mine. Uh, first and foremost, for sure, put pressure on Mac Jones. You know, that dude literally... He, he crumbles under pressure, man. He doesn't want the contact. He looks scared. You see him. You see how he gets himself mentally. Like, just put the pressure on him, man. Get to the quarterback. 
you know, and and bring them down, bro. Get home on the quarterback. I like what you mentioned about the run game. I think the running game is going to be there. We saw how much success we had in week two. I think Belichick is okay letting us, you know, beat him with the run game. And I think Mostert has to have a, you know, wants to have a better game. He didn't have a, a strong outing. I like that. You like what you said about McDaniel not abandoning the run. Uh, I don't want him to to lack any confidence, you know, because he's been having a hell of a season, had a little, little bit of a rough game against Philly. I think he has to bounce back. Uh, so I like those two keys. And my my third key, man, is just I'm tell, I have this thing where it's like, yo, every tight end that we play against, I am just freaking scared. I don't know what it is. It's just it, yeah. I, I'm just scared, man. And then when Dallas Goddard got going so early, I was like, oh, fucking course. Of course yep. he's going to get going early, man. So contain Hunter Henry. He scored against you guys last time. Don't let these tight ends get going. Please don't let Mike Gusecki have a revenge game like I saw in the comments. Please don't let him get into the end zone. We do if if we see that gritty by Gusecki, I would be so, I'll be so sick, man. But I'm I mean garbage. I'm fine with seeing it if it's garbage time, but like just <laughs> so you want to see it. You're in on the yeah. Gusecki gritty. Yeah, I mean Gusecki was my, one of my favorite players, man. I got that jersey still. I mean. Uh, I, like if it's, I actually, I actually saw his first gritty in person. I was at that <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, that's where, right. Yeah. I forgot. Dude. So yeah, I mean, um, I mean, if it's garbage time, sure do it. I don't care. But I mean, like, yeah, I just, I don't need a revenge game. I just need this to be a blowout for my sanity. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm feeling good about this one, man. I think this team is going to uh, become locked in and, and get ready to roll. Hopefully there's no late injury news that we hear. And hopefully this team just takes care of business. You know, we, we talked a little bit about this before stream, man. We see a lot of Jalen Ramsey stuff. We we see him working on the sidelines. We see him working before the games. We see him working in practice. I mean, how amazing is it that after a torn meniscus, like this guy looks pretty much ready. Um, and we talked about this before, but I think it's important for the people to know. What's your take on Jalen Ramsey and how do you feel? When do you feel comfortable having him back into the to our lineup? Man, he said he said it. He was going to beat that timeline, man. And I'm I'm stoked to see him already practicing again. Uh, Crazy. I saw some stuff today that he can possibly play this week, and I'm like, no, like that. That's just that's too soon. Uh, way too soon. I mean, if you can win this game, get him back after the bye. You know, I told you the Black Friday game would be his first game. So if he came back after the bye, that's even way better. So. Uh, I would be really comfortable if he came back the the against Vegas. I think that'd be perfect timing. Uh, ease him, ease him back into it. That should be a sizable win for Miami as well. So, uh, but it's been awesome. You know, you can tell he's just so itching to get back. So it's been great. Uh, I'm just glad there hasn't been no setbacks and hopefully we get to see him alongside X. Cause that, that would be great. Yeah. That that's what that, that right there is what's in the back of my mind. Every time I see this defense, I'm just like, listen, it's going to be okay. I'm a big Ramsey guy, so I might be a little bit too much of a homer. This is before he joined the team. Like he's been <laughs> one of my favorite players. Like my, my brother's a Rams fan. I talk, I talked to him about Jalen Ramsey and, and Odell. Those are like my two guys. I know Odell's like now he's falling off, but those been my two guys, man. And Jalen Ramsey, I think is going to change this defense. I, I mean, he's, he's obviously one of them ones, man. So I want to take it easy with him. I don't want to see him this week. I think it's too rushed. I don't want to see him next week, you know, flying everywhere, trying to break down Patrick Mahomes passes, you know, just take it off, take this week off, take the next week off, especially traveling to Germany. You got the bye week and then you're back home comfortable. Like man, you talked about before the stream going against the Vegas Raiders. I think that's a perfect get right game. Although you have Devonte Adams over there, you know, maybe have X, you know, split the time, switch back and forth, whatever it is. I just like him coming back week 11. 
um, better than, you know, rushing it this week or next week. I don't want to see any part of that. But listen, having him there, I think, is going to change this defense completely, man. Would you agree with that? No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you you see you watch the highlight videos of him, man. He's just he's got that fire that this defense just doesn't have right now. Yeah, I mean, he that, has the man. ability to just hit stick people like you see in Madden, man. So I'm just I I am stoked to get him back finally. We haven't re- we really we haven't even seen him in a Dolphins uniform yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm ready to just get it going with him, dude. But like I said, you know, I, I give the coaching staff a lot of shit about injuries, but this was a pretty severe injury. So I'm just like, you know time it perfectly yeah this is the one i think the week after the bye is perfect yeah this is the one we're both in agreement where we're like okay this one you you know what this does to your whole team so let's be cautious with that so it he's the most important player to our defense just like two is the most important player to our offense and tyreek but you know we we want to be extra careful with ramsey because i think we go this def this team goes as far as ramsey's gonna take us because the defense has to step up there's no doubt about it i love what i seen from the offense but the defense led by Jalen Ramsey, that's when we're really, really going to see what this team is about. Um, so we mentioned our keys to victory on Sunday uh, against the New England Patriots. We're both in agreement that we do think we come out with a W. Uh, I mentioned last week, I said, let's try to change these X factors to one. Um, who is your X factor for this game? Or you can say, who is a player who's been underperforming that you want to see more of this game? Yeah, Jalen Waddle. I'm still waiting mm-hmm. a breakout Jalen Waddle game, man. He has not had it yet. He's had, he's had bad luck with injuries. I'm shocked he even came back. Me too. I didn't see last that week. So he needs to have a huge game, and I'm gonna give that one to him. You know, he had a huge game against New England last year. So let's give it to Waddle. He's gonna be my X factor this week. I like that. You know, and he's got into the end zone a couple times lately, but we haven't really seen that explosive Jalen Waddle game, like yeah. that hundred yard receiving game where he's just cutting and just killing people but you know you think you think about that slant that he caught against new england last year that constantly is in my head yeah we have my favorite plays of him (laughs) yeah yeah man we haven't seen that um was it him or there was i think there was a there was a close play i don't know if it was this week or the week before where it kind of gave me a little flashback of that play but he didn't get to the end zone i was like ah that would have been great it might that have was been, it might have been week two against New England. It was a screen pass, and he was going all the that? way, and they tripped him. Oh, okay, it might have been yeah. that. Damn, that was yeah. week two. Holy shit! Damn, I'm bad with memories, but <laughs> but I okay. So that was the play. I remember where yeah. I I got up. I was it like, looked oh, like man. he was gone, but then he got yeah. tripped up last minute. Yeah, right, right, right. So hopefully we see a big Jalen Waddle game, man. Uh, my X factor, I want to see Raheem Mostert just because I know how important this run game is to this team and no, to this team's success. One. Um, you know, you, you got a chain out. Wilson looks a step slow. Ahmed looks a step slow. Moster is the guy. He had a down game. And I think it's very important to make sure he regains that confidence and don't, doesn't lose himself having two bad games because he's been awesome this whole season. So I want to see Raheem Moster uh, have one of those big games so that we know as Dolphin fans, like, okay, the run game's still there. Don't worry. Like he, he got it. He got it for now. So Hopefully no, those think, two. No, I think that's a good one. I think that's a really good one because he's the reason why we won that last one against Patriots. You know, that game came, that game definitely came down to the wire with that wild play at the end. That game should not have been that close. So you that's need to right. go out there and you need to have a big game against them for sure. Yeah, and I and I think he will, man. So let's go with our score and predictions for this game, man. What do you have the score uh, to be? Uh, I have New England uh, giving a little trouble. Uh, I, like I don't think this is going to be a blowout game, like carolina and new york so i'm gonna say uh 27 to 17 i think they get a 10 point victory 
think New England kind of tries to make it close at the end, but I say a 10 point win. Uh, I got I got the Miami Dolphins winning this game. I'm going to say it's a 10 it's a 10 point win as well. I think division games are tough. I think Bill Belichick's going to have this team ready to play. I think they're going to hang in there. It just it always ends up being that way. I know they have no Judon, they have no Christian Gonzalez, but I still think when, when you're a Bill Belichick coach team, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt of keeping it within 14. This one I got I got within 10, man. I got the Dolphins winning. Uh, I would say I would say 27, 27, 17, uh, maybe 24, 14, just so, something within 10. But most importantly, get out of there with a W going on to Kansas City and Germany, man. That's that's most important. We're always spot on with these predictions, dude. And for fails. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we are. Hey, we had we both had us being five and two through seven, man, before mm-hmm. the season. So I, I'm OK with this star. Are you? No. Yeah. I mean. It was the prediction I, I had at first, um, you know, with the injuries they've had. If you told me they would have been five and two with all the injuries they have right now, I would not have believed you. So, I mean, I am perfectly pleased with this start. Uh, I'm just frustrated that we should have a bigger lead in the division and we should have one of those two losses. I think I think I honestly think so. But, you know, it's all good. You know, you you beat Kansas City. You're going to you're going to get some respect. But yeah. Beating Kansas City going into that bye week would be monumental for this team. So definitely. we'll we'll definitely see. Definitely, and I, and we're definitely going to touch on that a whole lot next week. Um, but let's let's get out. Let's get one week at a time. Let's bounce back. Let's let's uh, move to six and two and keep on climbing on up. And um, right now, it's time for our fantasy football segment where Jacoby gives his stardom sitems for the week in the quarterback position, running back position, wide receiver, and tight end group. Um, Jacoby, I'm I'm stressing the hell out every week when it comes to fantasy football bro (laughs) i am so screwed man i don't know what i'm doing i'm just like calvin ridley sucks like my quarterbacks suck thankfully i think you dropped kareem hunt and i picked him up like thank you for that like it's (laughs) i'm sure he's not gonna go crazy but it's i needed something so i'll take it thank you how's your fantasy teams looking Good. You know, it's funny. We were talking about Travis Etienne last week. He He ends up costing me another parlay last week. Uh, He he was the only one that did not hit. I don't blame him, but I, uh, but it's ironically, it was him. I needed 17 carries from him. He had 14 with six minutes left and didn't get another carry. Uh, So, and I lost my parlay. I would have won a good little $300 whatever i'm uh, just I, i'm that guy's always just killing me so that's why i pick against him but <laughs> muna uh my my league with you i won by 98 points um i beat no fly zone so at least we at least we got a little win in there i don't know who that is in your league uh if you know him but man i i had a great week fantasy wise uh lamar jackson gave me 33 i got a 22 from an injured cmc so i had a pretty good week I'm now up to five and two. I've won four in a row, so I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm just I'm hanging on by a thread, bro, in, in every damn league, bro. <laughs> I really am, except for this one league that I'm in. Uh, I love my team. I'm uh, right now. I'm five and two. I have Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown. Those two dudes have been just freaking killing it week in and week out, bro. So thank thank goodness for them. So, um, but. Let, let's just let's just get into let's get into it, man. But it's funny that you were you were like, listen, you were staying away from ETN on the fantasy segment, and then this dude just pops that off. But hey, that's fantasy football. That's how it goes. Yep. 
that's Absolutely. how that's <laughs> how it goes, man. So um, why don't we start start us off with your uh, stardoms for the week, man? What are you liking in the quarterback position this week? Yeah, my first stardom is going to be Dak Prescott. Uh, I love his potential this week against the Rams. The Rams are just all sorts of screwed up right now. You know, they have these weeks where they just they seem like they're going to put up a lot of points, and then their defense goes and screws them over. I like this for a continuing a little hot streak for Dak Prescott. Came off a great win against the Chargers. So they're still going to be against LA. So you know, give me give me Dak Prescott for this week, and then my other my other guy is you know it was a uh, might have might be thought thought of like having a lot of balls starting him after this performance by the Lions, but I like Jared Goff this week. Um, he's going up against the uh, the Raiders, who are also just in an, all sorts of chaos going on over there. I I honestly feel like that team's going to blow it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I they they'd be dumb not to. So I think uh, Jared Goff has a great bounce back week um, against the Raiders. So I think those are my two stardoms. Uh, I think they'll give you a sizable, uh, you know, point performance. See about maybe both getting into the 20 point range for sure. Yeah, I mean, and both of those both of those guys have a lot of talent on offense. And Dak's got to get going, man. He, he showed some flashes against uh, the Chargers. Chargers, so. he finally had a great, like, fantasy yeah. performance. So, yeah, so honorable mention to my guy, Kirk Cousins. Hey, Didn't yeah. really have faith in him uh, last night. And he goes and balls out. So that was a great. That was a great performance. I, I didn't see I didn't see that coming, but he he did ball the hell out of man. Yeah. Shout out to Kirk. Who who are you staying away from this week? Yeah, my first one, I'm gonna give the guy who actually who finally got a reality check and we saw who he really is last night, Brock Purdy, <laughs> going up against the Bengals, who are ranked 10th in points allowed to uh, quarterbacks. So I'm going to bench him this week. Uh, you know, the Niners are, they're not looking too hot. I mean, mm-hmm. offense still has its moments. You know, if you have CMC back there, you're going to, you're going to get production, but their defense is not looking too good. So I'm going to, and I think, I think against the Bengals, I think Brock will have some issues. So I'm going to, I'm going to give him my first sit him. And uh, Matt, Matt Stafford will be my second one going up against Dallas, who are ranked fifth in points allowed. And, you know, he faced a ranked 16th defense in Pittsburgh and put up only 14 points and had an interception. Yep. So I don't like his potential this week. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm, I have Matthew Stafford, and I'm not feeling comfortable of uh, starting him in one of my leagues. I, I agree with that 100%, man. Um, I like what uh, I like the the little jab you threw at Brock Purdy, man. I know I know you had that in the bag. You oh yeah, you, you like absolutely. to throw it, and and I love when you do that, bro. I'm always in for some uh, 49ers slander, bro. Absolutely. Um, so how about the running back position, man? How you looking at it this week? My first one, man. If you have him, you might want to, you might as well start him the rest of the season. Get Alvin Kamara the start. He had uh, 14 targets on 12 receptions last week against Jacksonville. He's literally their entire offense right now. Derek Carr just can't get anything going downfield, and he loves the dump off to Alvin Kamara. Uh, 17 rushes for 62 yards, and he didn't even have a touchdown. So in 29.3 points, get Kamara in there. Uh, He's in my league right now, and I'm loving it. So uh, I love Kamara right now. It's It's been really fun to have him back since his suspension. And uh, my second guy, uh, you know, he's been having a solid year. Uh, had a, had a solid game against the char- uh, against the Chargers, and now he's going up against the last ranked defense against running backs. And I think his volume is going to get increased a little bit. Uh, give uh, Isaiah Pacheco the start. I think he's going to have a big game against Denver. Freaking love Isaiah Pacheco, man! I love the way he runs. 
hopefully yep. he hopefully he does have a big game. Who are you staying away from this week? Yeah, this one kind of affects me because seeing last night, he lost a lot of volume and uh, Cam Akers was getting an increase in production. I think Alexander Madison, it's time to start rethinking other options. Uh, he just could not get anything going last night. Uh, put up only 6.2 points uh, against the Niners, which is understandable. It gets a really good Niners defense. But, you know, the fact that they're upping the production from Akers, I think we're going to start seeing a split backfield over there. Yeah, and, and Madison doesn't even look like he he wants it. I mean, he had plenty of opportunity all season long, he so it, it's it sucks, man. Who else he's staying away from? Yeah, and I'm going to stay away also from James Cook going up against a tough matchup in Tampa Bay at home, yeah. ranked 10th against running backs. You know, this is my sleeper uh, matchup of the week. I think Tampa Bay can go and upset Buffalo. Uh, I really hope they do. That'd be awesome. But, uh, you know, James Cook kind of up and down. He has It's like kind of like a roller coaster thing going on with him. Uh, had a had a good uh, bounce back against the Patriots, but before then he had seven and five, and I think he'll get a I think he'll have a tough start against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I can see. That. Listen, Tampa Bay can stop the run, man. I have not forgot about how well they guard the run with those linebackers, bro. They've been doing no, it for a couple years now. It's really awesome. They 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 really shut it down, bro. I enjoy watching that. Um, so on to the wide receivers, man. The the position that's been getting the, the most flash, the most hype, and the most points on your fantasy teams week in and week out. Who are you loving this week? Yeah, I'm gonna give AJ Brown another stardom. I predicted it last week against a crippled Dolphins defense, and he doesn't disappoint. Now he's going up against the commanders who are ranked 24th. They're averaging 38.6 <laughs> points to wide receivers, man. Get AJ Brown back in your lineup, keep him there. I think he'll have a big matchup against the, the commanders. And my second stardom, uh, coming off a of bye week, I think he's going to have another big game. My guy, Nico Collins, man. Hey. Uh, Texans are coming in fresh off the bye. They're going up against Carolina. And I think he's going to have, you know, it, it's he's kind of been taking turns with Tank Dell. Like, Dell has a big game, and then Collins has a big game. So I think, I think, Collins, I think Collins' turn will be this week. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. CJ Stroud, my boy. And listen, AJ Brown freaking has been on a tear. Like I mentioned, I have him on my fantasy team and he absolutely killed the commanders last time. Haven't, I think he scored two touchdowns that game. So yep. I absolutely love, love that you're on that man. Which wide receivers are you feeling a little eh, about this? Yeah. Week? Well, somehow this wide receiver is wide receiver seven in the league and I just don't understand it with this offense and you know the age he's at but I think he gets a little reality check this week Adam Thielen going up against the fifth ranked defense against wide receivers and this is the first matchup in five weeks where he's not facing a bottom tier passing defense so I think Adam Thielen gets a little return to earth week uh I'll be really shocked if he doesn't because man that guy I, I don't get why he's popping off all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. Uh, my other one will be Terry McLaurin. Uh, I, you know, I know that the Philadelphia Eagles have that crippled secondary, but, uh, you know, they just, they just, uh, did get some depth, uh, the, the safety from t Tennessee. Uh, I know his name. I just, I know uh, I'm going to, I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong. What's, what's I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce the last name was Kevin, Kevin B. Yeah. Kev Kevin Byard. Is yeah. So like, yeah. I think that will uh, rejuvenate their secondary a little bit and I don't really For got sure. a lot of faith in Sam Howell. So. I think uh, Terry McLaurin will have a tough week. He'll probably get you ten. He'll probably get you to ten points, but I don't see a big week from him. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, tight end position. How you feeling about this one? Yeah, I feel pretty good. You know, tight ends are having a year, man. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot are. of good tight ends out there. Uh, I'm going to take the favorable matchup against the ranked 32nd against tight end defense in the Jets. Darren Waller had himself a week. 
against um, the Commanders, 22.8 points on seven receptions. So I think he has another great week. Tyrod Taylor over there, man, he's been dealing. Mm-hmm. I think they should just roll with him the rest of the way. So I've been saying uh, that. Give, Darren, give Darren Waller the start for sure. I've been saying I've been saying that, man. I I don't know. I I like Tyrod better than Daniel Jones. No, I do too, man. And he he gets Waller the ball, man. Like, hey, if that's our best player on offense, you know, him and Barkley handing it off is easy. If you could hit Darren Waller, you got yourselves a chance to win a game week in and week out, bro. So, shout out to Tyrod over there. How is he feeling about the tight end position? Yeah, uh, I I just I think he's gonna have a great week for sure. And then my second my second guy. Uh, is going to be, uh, I think this is his moment to jump up with the absence of Dawson Knox. Now I think Dalton Kincaid yeah. is going to have a big week. Uh, you know, he put up 15.5 points on eight receptions on eight targets. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll have himself a week. Um, you know, Dawson Knox is going to be out for a while. So this is his time to really solidify himself as the tight end one over there. So that's going to be my pick for my second start and pick. And then on to my sit uh, you know, this one was a little tough uh, because, you know, like I said, tight ends have been having a year so far. But the ones I'm going to pick are going to be in favorable of the matchups. Uh, Najoku going up against the fifth ranked defense uh, in Seattle. Uh, you know, he uh, the Browns are a mess on offense right now without Deshaun Watson, yeah. uh, in, in my opinion. Well, like fantasy wise, like Amari Cooper didn't really give me the week I wanted. And nope. so, you know, I'm going to give Najoku the sit. Uh, he's got a tough matchup coming up. He's going up against the ranked fifth, third, second, and fourth yeah, defenses against tight ends the, the next four weeks. So that's going to be a tough. That's going to be tough for him. Yeah, that's just like, uh, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. What else? Yeah, and then uh, Higby will be my last one because I don't think Stafford's going to have a good game. I think that defense is going to be tough on them with the Cowboys. Right. So uh, I, just a matchup I don't like. So those are my those are my stardom sit-ups. Uh, probably the most confident. I feel I hit a lot of spot ons last week and i expect yeah, to did. do the same this week for sure no yeah you and you mentioned tight ends are having a hell of a year bro I, they really are man they're, they're surprising there's a lot of good options in there like the Absolutely. fact that you even see a lot on the waiver wire because you know people aren't really ro- rostering two tight ends so you you honestly have some some people available man i've seen some flashes from the uh the young kid in arizona too i think he's pretty nice i think he has potential uh forgot his Absolutely. name but uh but i think i think he's he's got some he's got son to him man um, but all right, let's see. Let's see how you do this week. We've got a Thursday night football game that I want to get your scoring prediction on. It is the Buffalo Bills. So best believe Dolphin fans are going to be tuning into this one. Buffalo's coming off a loss. Buffalo is at home going against a tough Tampa Bay Bucks team. Now, this is a team that you mentioned can stop the run. So I expect James Cook, like you said, to have a bad game here. Are the Buffalo Bills ready to bounce back and get this win? What do you think the score is going to be? Who do you think wins this game? You know, I, I I think this is going to be an upset. I, like, I'm not just saying that because I'm biased, but, uh, you know, I just I don't have a lot of faith in Buffalo right now, man. And especially with the quick turnaround, you know, I, I think that defense is just it's tough right now. They got to they they got to make some if they don't make any moves for the deadline. I'm going to it's going to be it's going to be very tough to have any faith in um in Buffalo. So I'm going to give Tampa Bay the upset, man. I'm going to say 21 to 17. And I'm gonna, and I think it's going to go down to the wire like the last two weeks have against for, for Buffalo. My goodness. I would freaking love that, man. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, but I, I have the Buffalo Bills winning this game. I think the Bills win this game. I do think that the Bucks keep it close, though. So I like them to go there to cover. They're getting eight and a half points. I do think they keep it within a touchdown just because of the physical team that they are and because of what you mentioned, man. The Buffalo Bills don't look like a very good football team, 
but I, you know, I still have like this in the back of my mind, like what they do to us week every time we play against them. But it, it's what you say, like it's alarming, man. The way Buffalo is playing, they they're not impressive. You know, we you, losing to the New England Patriots this week, uh, losing to Jacksonville before, losing to the Jets the way you lost. Josh Allen, just a turnover machine that he is. There's nothing really impressive. And then the wins that they did win, they're not even that impressive. What, you beat the Raiders? Big whoop. What, you beat the Commanders? Of course. I mean, as you should. You barely got by the Giants. You should have lost that game. So there's nothing where I'm saying that I'm overly confident in this Bills team. I'm just going to pick them to win because I feel like they have to win this game, especially knowing that we play the New England Patriots. If they lose this game and give us another chance to go ahead and two-game lead in the division, they are absolutely screwed. So I think their backs are against the wall. You mentioned must-win for Miami. I think it's a must-win for Buffalo, so that's why I think Buffalo wins this game. Oh, yeah, but, and I don't think it's hey, overstating to say this will be an upset because – it's just Baker Mayfield. The, the, the defense, yeah, and the defense got issue. You know, Buffalo has a really big coaching issue too, and I'm not afraid to say that. So mm-hmm. we'll see, man. Um, you know, t- uh, Tampa Bay is going to be passing a lot, and Buffalo is not really doing too good against the passing. So that's how they're going to beat them. So I mean, I like Tampa Bay's chances, and I'm going to side with them on this one. Uh, if Buffalo is the team they think they are, I mean, they have to win this game. So huge game for them, and they got all the pressure now. So um, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if they lose this game, Miami approaches this week differently because I feel like that's what happened with Philly. Mm-hmm. I feel like once they saw Buffalo lost, they're like, okay, we can go on without X. Yeah. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. So, but yeah. I, I hope they don't. They uh, Miami needs to keep their foot on the pedal whether Buffalo loses or not. So. Absolutely. And I do think when, when you have a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, even though he makes a little bit questionable decisions, you're going to get a guy that's going to go sling and try to score a touchdown. So Absolutely. I like that. I like the chances on that. Mike Evans and Godwin, obviously, those guys are are big time ballers. Uh, before I wrap up the show, Jacoby, that we got a fantasy question here from Josh. Yeah. Uh, you could take this one, man. Would you trade Russ and Shahid for Burrow? With a 20, 20 man league? That is crazy. That, that is was insane. a 20, 20 man league. I don't even think how the hell do you have that many people? Like, where'd you find this league? Damn. And then you have Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, Komet, Jacoby yeah. Meyer. Um, Damn. I would because, you know, Russ is just, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen over there the next few weeks. Uh, so if I can get Burrow, I, I know Burrow is going to settle in. Burrow is going to go on a run. So, and Jacoby Myers is, literally the wide receiver one over there right now, whether you like it or not, JT had his bounce back game. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, but same. if you, if you can trade Aaron Jones for anything like acceptable, I would do it. Cause he's just, it's not pretty over there with him right now. Yeah. AJ Dillon's outperforming him every week. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, but for a 20 man, 20 man PPR, I think that's, it's a pretty yeah. solid, solid you have a, team. Yeah. You, you have a stack team for a 20 yeah. man league. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to get, if you can pull this off and you get yourself a burrow with JT, uh, you know, Aaron Jones, even though he's having a down year, Tyree kill and Christian Kirk and the way Jacoby Myers has been performing. I, Hey, that's a, that's a solid ass team. If, if you could pull that trade off, man, I know, you know, people are a little bit shaky on burrow. I think after the bye week, I think we're going to see a, a different Joe Burrow, man, honestly. So if Absolutely. you can pull that off, 
definitely uh, pull the trigger on that, man. Um, but everybody that is in the chat, everybody that has watched this stream, we appreciate you guys as always, man. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button for us uh, and make sure to catch us every week, man. We'll be here on Tuesday, same time as always, uh, breaking down the Dolphins, breaking down some fantasy football advice as always. Um, you got the Dolphins playing the Patriots this week. Hopefully we bounce back and get a W. Jacoby, any last words before we head on out of here? Nah, man. Like I said last week, must win. I feel like every game is going to be a must win from here on out. But let's just enjoy the ride. Hopefully it's a clean game and we should get the win. It should be a fun week. No injuries either. Six yeah, and no two. Injuries. Six <laughs> and two on the way. Go Dolphins. <laughs> See you guys next week, everybody. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Peace out. Thank you.